This coming Saturday, Pastor Aaron Filipek will be installed as pastor at two local Wichita congregations, Grace and Trinity Lutheran. I have been to many installation services in my last 29 years of pastoral ministry. And if you've never attended such a service, it's quite an unusual opportunity. The pastor who is to be installed, he sits all by himself in a single chair in the front of the congregation. Local clergy are invited to sit in the front pew and they too have a special part in the service where they kind of encircle him. <laughs> During the actual installation, the pastor makes public declarations that he is in agreement with our confessional statements of the Lutheran Church as found in the Book of Concord because these confessions are in agreement with the scriptures. The pastor professes that he believes that the Old and New Testaments of the Bible are faithful and true in all of their parts. The pastor vows to care for the people in the congregation as an under-shepherd to the shepherd, Jesus. The vows and the promises are serious business and they're big, and it, it always kind of takes my breath away when I hear it all over again that I am called to be that kind of pastor. The job is enormous, and it would be crushing if it weren't for the one who is the true pastor of the church, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. From childhood, I have desired to be a pastor, and I'm very thankful that the Lord has allowed me to serve Him and His people all of these many years. But one of the passages in the installation service still haunts me. It's from the book of Hebrews where it says in chapter 13, verse 17, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Yes, there is a lot going on in that one verse of Scripture, and all of it is scary. First, a congregation of people who all have their own ideas, their own thoughts, their own theologies, their own desires and demands, are called to have a unity of obedience to the leaders. This is not a popular idea anymore questioning your leader, doubting them, second-guessing them. Now, that's popular, be it to our political leaders or our religious. And I know leaders, they bear the responsibility and the blame for the low respect now received. But the portion of this verse that causes me the most heartburn is the reality that I am to watch over the souls under my care as one who will have to give an account. What does that mean? How intrusive is this watching over uh, and what will happen as a consequence of not watching over well enough? There isn't a well-defined answer, but in general, a responsibility has been given to leaders to be faithful and true to Jesus and His Word. I think of Jesus' words on the Sermon on the Mount where He says in Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 19, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter 
Not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. The challenge that every pastor has is to speak the truth in love. Both truth and love are equally important and equally necessary. But I've always felt as if I, you know, I err on one side or the other depending on the person and the topic. Ah, it's a challenge. Watching over souls is not easy, but that is the pastor's pastoral calling. And I invite you then to pray for your pastors, Pastor Mike, Pastor Aaron, and myself. Pray for wisdom. Pray that love would fill us for you and for God. Pray for compassionate hearts for all of us and courage to speak the truth in love for the spiritual well-being of the entire congregation. Well, Labor Day weekend is here. And if you are in town, I hope that you and your relatives who are with you will be in worship. And just a reminder that our Wednesday night Common Ground ministry starts this coming Wednesday, September 7th at 5 p.m. with a meal and then fun room at 6 o'clock and then Bible studies for all at 6.30 to 7.30, including confirmation. And if, you know, you want to stick around for choir practice, it's at 7.45. Be sure to sign up, though, with the link down below in the description box if you're going to come to the 5, five o'clock Wednesday meal. Oh, and Sunday morning Bible classes, they're going to start all fresh and new the following Sunday, September 11th, at both the Maple and Tyler campuses. And that's for all ages, for kids to adults. And on Sunday, September 11th, everyone on Maple and Tyler campus, they're invited for a common meal at the Tyler campus at noontime. The main course is going to be provided, but bring a side or a dessert to share. See you all this weekend.